0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today
1: with Byte.
0: Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by the Armchair All-Americans as a part of the Armchair Media Network. Week 9 continued the dominance of cat-based mascots like tigers, wildcats, and cougars. It is I, Rob Paul, the armchair scout, a.k.a. someone who only trusts the interior defensive line and edge draft class. And with me, as always, is AJ, Texas will never be back, Mercasey. They uh, they just keep on slipping,
1: Rob. They keep on slipping up. They're, just like Matthew McConaughey, I feel like. I feel like their their career arcs are very similar, but at different times. Please that makes no, any police, sense
0: to Matthew McConaughey is one of my five favorite actors ever.
1: Yeah, but he slipped up. You gotta admit that. Like That's a part of why we love Matthew McConaughey, because he's a redemption
0: story. Is he? I guess, yeah, the Lincoln commercials were his redemption. Today, we'll do some Week 9 superlatives, break down what we saw in the best games, and preview who to watch in Week 10. Let's hit it!
1: Seven rounds in heaven with my baby, driving down to Nashville maybe, looking for a Ned or Bosa. Draft Matt Gay on the first day, draft Matt Gay on the second day, just get Matt Gay on your squad. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song.
0: All right, all right, all right. You know, ever since I started this podcast, people have been asking me for advice. Usually, it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, I don't know who's going to win. But if you think you know, you got to check out my Bucky. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I always tell people to bet with
2: my Bucky.
0: Trust me, guys. They're your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy to use. I'd only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me. That's why I'm urging you to make your way to my Bucky. <laughs> You win, they pay. They have in-game, live betting, over-unders on fantasy points scored, and the most rewarding player perks in the business. My Bucky is slammed with new bettors and wants to give everyone the best service possible. If you're willing to deposit after 7 p.m. Eastern Time, they'll give you an additional $25 in free play on deposits over $100. Join now and My Bucky will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code HEAVEN to activate the offer. Visit mybookie online today, that's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E, and don't forget to use the promo code HEAVEN when creating your account to claim up to $1,000 in free play. If you're willing to hold it until after 7pm, you can get an extra $25 by using promo code HEAVEN25. It's up to you guys, but I'd wait after dinner and take the extra money. You win. You play, you win, you get paid, you win again. My Bucky!
1: Did you hire a professional voice actor to to do that one? It
0: was just method acting. Those was, was playing a character. What was his name? <laughs> or hers. Uh, Winnie the Winner. I
1: like it. <laughs> that should be the, uh, the mascot for My Bucky. Don't want to get sued by Winnie the Pooh, though. Yeah, they're... They're, they're big in the legal uh, arena. Uh,
0: anyway. <laughs> uh, week 9 of college football. Weird week. Not the best yeah. not the best week for high-end prospects. No. Before we dive into superlatives, let's just start the top off. That doesn't sound like how you're supposed to say that. Start the top off. I like it. Let's start the top off. Uh, yeah. Talking to a little Justin Herbert, the Oregon quarterback, who, after a string of impressive but not extremely consistent performances he had his worst game of the season um Oregon fell 44-15 to 4 and 5 Arizona it's not like this is <laughs> a great, great Arizona team like at all um and there was there was talk i was ready to buy into it as well that Oregon had a chance to uh before that Washington state game that Washington state lost to kind of win out and put themselves in the playoff? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, it turns out, no. No, no, we, <laughs> that was not the right talk, Rob. This Arizona loss is brutal. The Washington State one, it wasn't we obviously. You get it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's this Washington bad, State. Bad they're a good team, but I mean, they're ranked 10th right now. And, and Herbert had that great second half performance, but this was bad. He only threw for 186 yards, two touchdowns, threw a pick, completed just 50%, and the worst part was 3.9 yards per attempt all the worst parts of Justin Herbert's game kind of came out in this, in this one. Um, just the, we know he's got all these physical tools and he's got unreal ball placement at times, but the consistent performance, he's just not consistent from drive to drive. Mm -hmm. Like the way a guy like Josh Rosen or Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold even was. Um, and, and, uh, too often he trusts his arm and we saw that a bit in the washington state game where he'll force a ball um because he trusts his arm so much i just think some people like there's no question justin herbert is quarterback one in the 2019 nfl draft class yeah and he's been both of our quarterback one for months now um Mm -hmm. but after the string of impressive games i feel like the hype went a little over the top. Like this guy, it, I, I remember we. I think we might have mentioned it before. There was talk that scouts thought he he was uh, would be QB one in last year's draft. Yeah, he, that was like he, too much. He's not near Rosen, Mayfield, or Darnold for me. And I no, love Justin I, Herbert, no. and I think he's quarterback. I think one. he
1: like he. He might. He's, yeah, but he's not. No, he's
0: agree. right now. He is not where those guys were at this time last year. No, no, he, he's not. And, and I still believe he's quarterback one and a top ten pick if he comes out. But we gotta temper our expectations. He's not, um, like he's not some perfect quarterback prospect, and he's got a lot to clean up in his game, and that's why it would make sense for him to return to school. In a, maybe a different situation. Just because this quarterback class is so bad, it almost makes more sense for him to come out. But Yeah. Anyway, that's my little spiel about the Justin Herbert
1: performance. Yeah, it definitely doesn't help that he's trying to carry that Oregon offense, right? And yeah. Like he, you were talking about forcing forcing balls. and
0: They don't have a lot around him skill position-wise. They have a great offensive line, but they don't have a lot. Like, Dylan Mitchell is just it, and we've talked about Dylan Mitchell before. He's just he's he's a good college he just doesn't seem that athletic yeah but yeah there's not a lot around herbert in terms of athleticism at the skill positions mm-hmm. we might we might do a little update on justin herbert each week now that i'm thinking but just because he's really the only first round quarterback in this class so you know kind of keep tabs on him sure anyway speaking of quarterbacks maybe yours your best freshman you saw as a quarterback who uh best freshman you saw this week
1: Spoiler, you spoiled it. All. But uh, yeah, let's keep let's keep doing the old uh, rehashing of the same guys over and over for best freshman and best sophomore. But uh, no, I'm I'm gonna pick Trevor Lawrence it, for this spot. It, I, and it, go ahead. sorry, it's
0: just it is hard to not choose the same. Like we try to not choose the same guys for best freshman and best sophomore each week, but it get yeah. it gets tough. I've also got Trevor Lawrence this weekend.
1: Okay, I think this is the week that Trevor Lawrence actually deserves to. Be here. Like, I mean, he has before, but you know what I mean? This is the week. This was his I know the, his most yeah. impressive game, I thought. That's, yeah, that's what I was trying to say, but I'm too stupid. Um, what else is the there? completion percentage? Yeah, completion percentage wasn't great, but uh, he threw a 314, four touchdowns, and this was the game where it just felt like, like, this was like the one where, like, you know, all this hype about Trevor Lawrence, it really looked like mm-hmm. a guy the, who's going to be a
0: dominant quarterback. The arm talent is impressive. He's not. He just made it look so easy. And he's not afraid to push the ball downfield. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, and he like he's, he's 6'6", 205, and looks like he could put thirty pounds on his frame.
1: Yeah, like he did a good job of trusting, uh, especially T Higgins. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on on the especially in the red zone too. Mm-hmm. He placed the ball really well on,
0: on both of those touchdown he, balls. Think, he looks right, like yeah. a future first round quarterback. I know it's like late in yeah. the early. He's played like eight games or whatever, but yeah. Mm-hmm. He, the, just the arm talent is insane. Um, best sophomore. Uh,
1: I'm gonna go with a guy that kind of just popped into my radar. I, I don't know too much about him. Just a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, Penn State defensive end Yatur Grossmatos. <laughs> I'm guessing he's six five two sixty two. Uh, over the last two games, uh, Iowa and the play last week Indiana. He's had 19 tackles, six for for loss, and four sacks. So kind of just a guy who's Emerge all of a, a sudden, big athletic a, dude. B- yeah, big numbers and for sure a guy worth keeping your eye on.
0: Um, yeah. Penn State team's weird this year, but they have young talent on it. Like quite, yeah. quietly between him and Hamler at receiver and uh, Parsons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with T. Higgins. The I as yeah, I, I, I was saying mine, I'm like, oh, that would have been a good pick. But hey, you did it. Um, not his best like output in terms of yards, six catches, 62 yards, two touchdowns. But it, it, he, he just from week to week, I kind of always have him as one of the guys that could put here. And I, I haven't yet. So figured might as well Yeah, for sure. He looks like the next Clemson receiver. They produce six, four 200. Mm-hmm. We've seen him make dynamic downfield plays in this game. He really showed off his ability in the red zone. Um, height, weight, speed guy. He first caught my attention. Uh, in their spring game, because, you know, I'm a big Clemson spring game guy. Lawrence hooked up with them on a deep bomb in that game, and just, I don't know. How, thinking that they have Lawrence, Higgins, and Etienne back next year, and, yeah. and they're undefeated in the number two team in the country right now with a freshman quarterback, <laughs> and their two best skill guys being true sophomores, that's spooky.
1: I, would, I think it's going to be fun to see, I hope you get it, like Trevor Lawrence against the Bama defense. I know... It's obviously stacked against Lawrence, but it's still gonna be fun to see. Yeah, see how a uh, such a young passer handles it. Where he is, yeah, already, yeah. Um,
0: best overall prospect you saw?
1: Again, you you touched us on the top. I feel like it was just a weird week in college football in general. Like lots of just strange upsets, like the Washington one, and that yeah, the pectal just eats that itself. Weird. Eh? They. Yeah, the Mississippi State game. Like, just a lot of like weird, not monster upsets, nothing that really matters in the grand scheme of things, just weird ones. Uh, and also, like a bad week for the top prospects. So, I'm going to throw a guy in here who had a flashy game, and I, I think we both loved before the season. Uh, and we haven't mentioned too much. Nikhil Harry, the wide receiver from Arizona State. Uh, he had that crazy, uh, they're the hand, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. yeah, DeAndre Hopkins catch now all of a sudden. Move over OBJ. <laughs> we have four catches, 95 yards, touchdown, and a beautiful punt return touchdown. It, I think, I think Arizona State's just not using they him don't correctly use him right at all. They're trying to get the, like he's a big physical. Like, I, I, have you seen anyone that's really like him? Mike Williams at Clemson. I feel like Williams doesn't have the movement skills that Harry does. though.
0: Mike Williams is a better athlete than Harry.
1: You think so? I do. Before the injury. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Sorry. I I I don't think he's the yak guy. I guess he has some good yak stuff. <laughs> I I so, yeah. I think that's a fair. Just just because they're both big and I, Harry's a lot thicker though, I think. Yeah, but, yeah. Williams
0: is does Williams is more des briny than Harry. Yeah, yeah. You're. Uh, I'm just trying to think of a.
1: Uh, no, no. It's a good. It's a, you're 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 close. That's yeah, good. Uh,
0: I think this. The just talking Harry. This was one of the more dynamic games we've seen from him at Arizona yeah. State. With obviously the 92 yard punt return, the 44 yard touchdown catch, the one handed catch on the sideline. He mm-hmm. he's a guy who he's gonna be so polarizing in the in the uh, evaluation because he's he's big. He makes these crazy flash plays, but he's just. It's not consistent. There's going to be questions about his athleticism. Um, but, like, like you said, Arizona yeah. State is not good. At, they use him like he is a bubble screen receiver when they should be using yeah. him as a downfield guy on 50-50 balls. For, for, and we saw more of them using him that way last year. Last year, for sure. I and know. this year it's been rare to see him use that way. I mean, like we've mm-hmm. ta- I th- We probably talked about it before. His bowl game last year, for example. Yeah. And yep. it's just like, I I think it's just gonna be a tough eval because they're not using him well. Testing is gonna matter a lot for him. I think so too. But
1: like he currently
0: I, I, sits as my second receiver. Mm-hmm. But I uh, this has given me more questions than answers with him.
1: I get that. I get that. But
0: but this game I was. was I'm still I'm still a big fan. Yeah. Like the just I didn't think he had that ninety two year punt return just the way. He, he cut to the sideline, cut up, and... just. Out- I didn't think he had that in him. So, yeah, but... yeah, I went with uh, Josh Allen, the Kentucky edge-slash-linebacker-slash-do-it-all mm-hmm. man. He's had a fantastic year. He's helped his stock almost as much as probably anybody this year. Yeah. Uh, against Missouri in their last second win. 11 tackles, 2 TFLs, 2 sacks. He's come a long way as a pass rusher this year. Last year, it was a lot of... I thought he'd be... Um, last year, I thought he was more like, "This is going to be a guy who who becomes an off-ball linebacker in the NFL and learns," just because yeah. he was such a raw pass rusher. And this year, he's been much more technically skilled as a pass rusher. That now I think maybe not that. Like I think he can be a legit edge. He's also added twenty pounds, so he's two sixty now. But <laughs> yeah, that's like I I the talk of top ten prospect is too rich for me. But he's put himself into first round range, I believe. That's fair. He has really stepped up his game this year. Yeah, he and it's like an every week thing with him. It's not he's not yeah. been last year's inconsistent um with like his big performances. This year's every mm-hmm. week. He's he's been Kentucky's best player. Um anyone shooting up the board?
1: I just again, weird week. I threw this name out there cuz of the uh DK Metcalf vacuum. Um I threw Kelvin Harmon's name. Oh, yeah, here. Kelvin. Kelvin
0: Harmon is the correct answer.
1: Okay, good. Uh, 11 catches, 247 yards, two touchdowns. Toast, Syracuse. Yeah, this, I mean, they, they, lost. they still <laughs> lost.
0: Well, hey,
1: when you're playing Eric Dungy, you're not going to win. Yeah, well, speaking of Dungy, maybe we'll hear his name later. <laughs> Spoiler alert, you don't, but it's okay. Uh, but, yeah, he's kind of, like, I guess in the same old as DK, the bigger athletic guy. So, just kind he, of. He reminds
0: me a lot of Alshon Jeffrey. You think? Yeah? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the comp I have down. That's what I see with him. He's uh so fantastic on ball. I don't think he's the athlete that Metcalf, Metcalf could, is. Uh, yeah. Not to mm-hmm. say I think he's a bad athlete by any means, um. But like Metcalf is, I think, such a rare combination at like being two thirty and moving the way he moves. Um, Harmon's a freak with uh, adjusting the passes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's gonna test really well. Uh, in terms of vertical and broad jump, um, he's a guy I think's top, p- gonna be a back end first round type, or even mid first round. He's, yeah, uh, the receiver class is really interesting because I think there's like there's almost like ten guys you could argue to be in the top five. For sure, yeah. It's a deep class and it's good. And it's and... been uh, it's been kind of inconsistent from week to week. Like, in terms yeah, yes, of, sure. like, Calvin Harmon had a bit of a slow start to the season. I, I can't remember who they played like two weeks ago. He he didn't mm. do all that much. Uh, Clemson. Uh, it was Clemson, the Clemson game, Clemson, yeah. yeah. And then, like, um, obviously we talked to Kiel Harry a little bit. Decaf gets hurt. Uh, did I just call him Decaf? DK Metcalf. I like it. No, um, let's pretend like that's a real nickname. Okay. Um, Debo Samuel in South Carolina have had a weird year. Um, there's yeah, there's a lot sure. of projection with guys like Colin Johnson or AJ Brown. It's just mm-hmm. it's, it's a deep wide receiver class, but all of a sudden it's I don't think it's as top heavy as originally thought. Um but it Arsega Whiteside. Like, that's though, is, that's is stepped Yeah, up. I I have him as I think my third receiver right now. I love JJ Arsega Whiteside. He's also so going to test better than anyone expects. I think so. I think so
1: too throw on the tape if you haven't and enjoy. He looks, you think yeah, you, you think he's this big
0: just jump ball guy but he moves very well. And, and and he he um he's not a bad route runner at all. Nope, not at all. He's he's quietly a very complete receiver. Uh mm-hmm. speaking of inconsistencies at receiver, maybe who's sliding down your board? Yeah, I think we both have the same guy here, right? Denzel Mims? Lots of receiver talk. Yeah, it's yeah. Denzel Mims.
1: He couldn't have, uh, I
0: don't think he could have had a worse week. For sure. In a yeah. game that probably had more eyes on it than most Baylor games do. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the, the, the real marquee play was just the really terrible drop that led to the pick.
2: Mm-hmm. That,
0: uh, did, yeah, go ahead. He just, uh, it was on Thursday night against West Virginia. That's going to mm-hmm. have more eyes on it than most Baylor games. And, yeah, two catches, 29 yards, two drops. One ended up as an INT. None of the neither of the catches ended up until the game was over in the third he quarter. he was just like irrelevant throughout yeah and he's a guy who some people um like he definitely has the ability to be a top 5 receiver you see it in flashes you see the he, uh, yeah for he's sure. just, yeah. And, and that's the thing with a lot of the receivers they're just so damn raw mm-hmm. like he's a tall twitchy catch radius yep. monster Mims, some, Mims has, like, some
1: of the fanciest feet I've ever seen. Uh, like, for his size. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's one thing that really yeah. intrigues me about
0: him. But, like, just going through... Like, okay, there, you've got you've got guys who are, like, freaky raw. Mims, Hakeem Butler. Even you could... DK Metcalf almost fits under that just because I think his ceiling's so high. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's, like, guys who I think are more refined, but maybe the ceiling isn't as high. Like, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside, Kelvin Harmon... Um, is he the safest one in this group? JJ? White side? He might yeah. be. Just c- just because DK's hurt? Or just yeah. post... I, the, I, think, the, I think he is. It's, he might be. I think Riley Ridley's quietly very safe. Yeah, but uh, why don't they use him? But they... They don't use Isaac Nata either until they played Florida, and he looked like...
1: Uh, he's my out-of-nowhere prospect, because oh, so. I was going to shit on them. Sorry. We'll, uh, we'll save it
0: then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it. Okay, to you. Go, yeah, just go into it now. It's fine, pal.
1: Okay, yeah, so Isaac Nata, clearly not out of nowhere. We've known about him for a long so, time. He was a, f- a
0: five-star, I think, right?
1: Yeah, or at least a four-star, for sure. Uh, like, even with uh, last year, they they didn't use him. They still don't use him. He had probably the biggest game of his career this week against Florida. Well, yeah, four for 75, Something I think. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, so I'm going to throw him in the out-of-nowhere prospect because we finally signed with the ball in his hands, which we never did before because they never used him, and they're stupid for not. And, like, also, like, there was a great leading with Ryan Ridley, but, like, why can't they get them going? Yeah, I don't know. It's,
0: it's strange. Tight
1: seems like the easiest – sorry to interrupt you. Tight end seems like the easiest position to – kind of get going for a young quarterback you know what I mean yeah as like a safety net yeah like it's not that hard to get the ball into their hands usually they're forgotten or just maybe Jake
0: Fromm's not as good as people claim um it's been okay but yeah not and Ridley both look so good when they're involved and they're just used so inconsistently it's bizarre Tell you they, they save them for the playoffs smart it's, it's, dude, it's Kirby smart?
1: That's a weird lead in. He knows how to not use tight ends, baby.
0: Ah, uh, my I don't know where prospect is man. This is just Receiver Week. I've, I had this, I've just, 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 just call this call is like yeah, literally that's the name of the episode. Receiver Week. I'm writing that okay. down. Um, couldn't remember that. And I get it. It's, <laughs> life's hard. Um, I went with Tyler Johnson, the Minnesota receiver. Minnesota played Indiana on a Friday night uh went for f- as you do five uh five for 102 and two tds Tyler johnson's a guy who i watched in the summer and i liked what i saw and i thought he could be a guy who like quietly is a fourth ish round pick and and ends up a contributor in the nfl i he reminded me a little of kenny stills to be honest um I I think he's a pretty decent route runner. He's got enough athleticism. I think there's something there with Tyler Johnson. And I thought I think he was getting hyped on Twitter too. There was yeah, there was hype before the game because I saw
1: them comp him to the Tampa Bay Lightning forward. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> By the same name, obviously.
0: Uh yeah, so I, this receiver class is just very deep. There's lots of guys like Tyler Johnson who are not being talked about, but. You know what's funny? All the guys from last year uh,
1: in the receiver class kind of compliment all the dudes from this year. You know what I mean? Like, There's the bigger guys. There's the kind of the slot guys. I guess slot last year. But then last year was like the yak guys. Do I have something? Am I, am I making sense here, Robert, right now? Kind of. Because <laughs> the top last year was all like, oh, there's no wide receiver one, which is, I think, stupid because Calvin Ridley was clearly just not a prototype, but he is one.
0: Hey, and and, DJ Moore had himself a nice game this week.
1: Yeah, exactly. But you know, him and Kirk are the yak anyways, who cares? Let's shut up, AJ. Thank you. <laughs> uh
0: any prospects make you look stupid, or are you gonna have a stupid quote?
1: <laughs> uh stupidity is a talent for misconception, and I never misconceive Rob. I always conceive. I, that's from Edgar Allen.
0: That's from Allen okay Um I went with ha- Exact quote. I went with Iowa State's receiver Hakeem Butler, who I was slow to buy into the hype. Well, it was because it was too much too quick. That's why. Uh, Against Texas Tech, man, he was freaky. Four catches, 140 yards of TD. Just that size, the speed at that size. He's 6'6", 225. He was making crazy downfield plays. He's got so much circus catch ability. He's also... The contact balance and yak ability from a guy that tall is so rare. He's a guy who... I I need like actual tape on before I anoint him, mm-hmm. yeah. but I like definitely a guy in the top five receiver conversation at this point.
1: Yeah, like, only a sophomore, right? Redshirt.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is he redshirt sophomore? Or is he true junior?
1: I'm not sure.
0: Same thing. Who cares? Um,
1: <laughs> but yeah. But the the question of him coming out
0: is there. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it is anymore. He, you think he's going to come uh, out? He just might, especially when Matt Campbell's taking over the Browns <laughs> and Jason Kendall the offense. Man, Baker's going to be throwing touchdowns to Hakeem Butler very soon. Um, best prospect. I have a, f- a fucking receiver written down for like so many things this week. Best prospect, I, first prospect matchup.
1: I, I just put Nikhil Harry versus Iman Marshall because I feel like that's a nice matchup on paper. And uh, yes, Harry didn't beat him, but. Marshall didn't have a big game or anything, but yeah, I think that's a good matchup for Marshall, like to to see where he's at too. Yeah,
0: no, you're you're not wrong. Um, yeah, I got there. I went with uh, a little bit of a more low key one. A game I, I went out of my way to tune into for this matchup though. Um, Anthony Ratliff Williams versus Bryce Hall, the North Carolina receiver versus the Virginia corner. Mm-hmm. Um, they they like. Bryce Hall is really good, and he showed up again this week. Uh, he broke up two passes, recovered a fumble. He is just a press man, tall, lean, press man, cor- cover corner. I like him a lot. Um, I think he's a top-ten corner for sure. Uh, Anthony Ratliff-Williams had a quieter game. Um, they, he didn't get that many targets. He had 51 yards on two grabs, but he, he's just another guy who is, is, like, because of the depth in this class, maybe he's a – Third or fourth round pick, but he, he looks like an NFL contributor for sure. This receiver class is weird. It's interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, prospect do I played the box score? Uh, I don't got any of this week. Bro. I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, Brian Burns, Florida State's edge rusher against Clemson. Got hurt. Right? One tackle, one hurry. This guy, I, 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 I swear, Florida State's players just gave up. And, like, this guy was going 100 miles an hour all game. He was beating Mitch Hyatt. He he wasn't getting sacked, but Brian Brian Burns is a monster. In that game, like, I feel like a lot of edge rushers um, in the Burns mold where they're tall, lean, twitchy, freaky dudes Mm -hmm. sometimes have motor questions. Brian Burns absolutely doesn't. Brian Burns is a gamer, man. This is like I think he could be a top ten pick. I love Brian Burns. <laughs> um, any prospects being overhyped?
1: Uh, I got one from one man. Apparently, uh, I don't. I'm not an ESPN in- insider, so my sources oh, may God, be wrong. Oh God, we might have now. the same person. Yeah, we, we do. Uh, Tom McShay has Jawan Taylor the Florida. Oh, never holder, mind, never 10. mind.
0: But mine is also based off something that Tom McShay okay. has. Okay. Let's hear it. Let's go. Oh, my, mine's just Nathan Stanley, the Iowa quarterback. Oh yeah, he had a rough week this week. Yeah, um, but yeah, Jawan Taylor. We saw that McShay has him as a top ten player. Has him above Jonah Williams. Yeah, Jonah Williams is the only left tackle I'm sure of being a top ten pick. Yeah, I know it's not a great group. I mean, Edwards, I, I like uh, I like Edwards and I like Kujust, and I think they're both first shown, um. And starting tackles in the NFL. When it's all said and done. Yeah. Man. But I don't like, I, I think there's like Jawan Taylor's definitely intriguing. He had a huge game against DeAndre Walker, the Georgia edge rusher. But to all of a sudden say he's a top 10 player is insane.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, you tell me mine, I'll tell you yours. I, I kind of like Nate Stanley in the summer, but I don't know, man. It's just he's, yeah, he, he's not it. Like he's
0: I think he should return to school. Yeah, I think he's going to be a good,
1: like, backup quarterback. Yeah, I think that
0: too. Like, I think... There's a lot of
1: those in this Yeah,
0: like, I think if he declared he would be a day three pick, and I think I'd like some things about him where I think he can be a decent backup quarterback in the NFL. But, okay, against Penn State, he was horrible. He lost the game on an interception at the end of the game. Threw two picks, 4.2 per attempt, 36.7%. I actually watched the his tape against Wisconsin today. He's just he stares down receivers too frequently. and He's just inaccurate. Like he's not an accurate passer. Like I think there are times he pushes the ball downfield, and it, it's impressive using his tight ends. But a lot like his short accuracy is pretty inconsistent.
1: Yeah, I in the summer I thought he threw he missed high a lot.
0: Yeah like he's a guy he, he would. I would recommend Return to school Otherwise he's like A guy you develop To be a backup In the NFL
1: Yeah I had a day Three grade yeah. on him But yeah I, I Just as a backup guy like,
0: The fact that He struggles to get Hawkinson and Fant Consistently involved Is scary Because Hawkinson and Fant I I currently have Hawkinson Fant As tight end one Hawkinson as tight end two Like That's insane Yeah I was got They're freaks man The both of them Are freaks and uh, anyway, any small school guys catch your eye?
1: Uh, this is a guy that we I think we both liked a lot in this summer, and we haven't said his name yet since the season kicked off. Rob, uh, he got his first sack this week. It's Marquise Copeland, the, the interior defender for Cincinnati. Uh, I just want to get him on here because he got his first sack. He had two TFLs. He had a pass deflection. Uh, I think they, yeah, they want to know. He might be a
0: fourth round pick. He'll probably be like a fourth round pick, but like I think there's starting
1: traits with him. Like like if you're looking at last year, like a dead Senaka guy, who uh, that's interesting. Yeah, played a lot this year for the Falcons. He that's got hurt. S- he's hurt very S- now, S- right now. very but
0: fucking good. that's S- 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 good. Yo, yeah. yeah, he's been a top, uh, at least a top fifteen rookie.
1: That was a big Senaka S- 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 S-
0: S- guy. He uh, I don't think, he did he get hurt this Sunday? Uh,
1: did he? I don't know. I think he was on the report. I can't remember now. Yeah, then, he, can play this, he played. He so played last would...
0: week, and he was really good again. Did he? love me some DeAndre and Sinat. Anyway, sorry. That's off topic. Um, Not really. It's real. Uh, but, okay. no, that's it. That's like, Copeland does, just because the, the interior D-line class is insanely deep, mm-hmm. he, he doesn't look like a guy who would go above the fourth round, but he's a guy you who, no, yeah. you could get in the fourth round, and I think he can contribute um, I agree. Early. Like,
1: I need to see this year's mm-hmm. tape. Me too, yeah. me too.
0: Just based off summer grades, we both liked him a lot. Yeah. Well, he was very intriguing. Yeah. uh I went with another receiver because it's receiver week. <laughs> I went with Cody Thompson, the Toledo receiver. All right. Six grabs, 63 yards, but three touchdowns against Western Michigan. They've been kind of quiet, eh? like this... All three of them, yeah. Yeah. Devontae Johnson's not, not having the year I was hoping. But Cody Thompson, trash talks with the best of them. Uh, he's a big physical receiver. I don't think he's like some top receiver prospect, but I do think he's a guy who's going to make a roster in the NFL. I think he can be, he had that sick block punt earlier in the year too, for Toledo that he like, he blocked it and it just, as he blocked it, he also caught it and scored it <laughs> block pun of the year. Um, I think he can contribute. Ooh, that's,
1: it's kind of early to say that one, Rob.
0: <laughs> I think he can contribute on special teams. Um, yeah, it's just a guy who I, I just, I think he'll make an NFL roster.
1: It's like a, like a Tanner McAvoy comp. Oh, no. God,
0: no. He's nowhere near that kind of athlete. <laughs> he doesn't have that arm yet. Tanner McEvoy can play safety, receiver, and quarterback. I can't.
1: and special He's pretty solid especially special uh, oh. Not anymore. He's, he's nowhere. But All right.
0: Hopping into the week nine games now. Number six. Too wonky for me, Rob. Sorry? Too wonky for me this week. <sighs> Number six, Texas falls 30-35 to Oklahoma State.
1: OK, Station's been so up and down this year, eh?
0: They're a weird team. They got a sophomore receiver who I could, probably should have picked for sophomore of the week, but I want to talk with T. Higgins. Tillon, Tylen, Tillen, Wallace. 10 catches, 222, and two TDs. Um, there's a lot of sophomore guys catching my eye this year. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the next year's draft's always better than this year's draft. Ain't that right? It's true. <laughs> um,. Wait,
1: do, do you remember before the 2018 draft when they were saying that about like the 2019 quarterback? That was you're like, what? yeah,
0: that—that's the that one like, time what? I've been like, nah, you can, you're just saying that to say that. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah, last, year, <laughs> that last just... year's quarterback class is like the best one I've ever seen.
1: I think it's going to go down in history. I mean, not the most amazing starts from any of these guys, but like,
0: but you're seeing, It's hey, not bad. We, we've talked about it. You want to see the flashes? No rookie quarterback is ever actually yep. good, yep. except for Ajiri. <laughs> Um, it's true. Yeah, anyways. Uh, Chris Boyd, the Texas corner, was suspended for the first quarter of the game. Um, didn't have his best game. Brandon Jones, the Texas safety, didn't look all that good. And it's not even like Justice Hill went off or anything for OK State. Decent game, but yeah. Yeah, it was just not a good game from Texas's defense. They need to do a better job of getting Humphrey and Colin Johnson involved. Like, it, it feels like every week they get like 60 yards each. Yeah, but they're much, both and... such huge, freaky dudes. You think you could have one of them go off every once in a while? We're seeing pack or Big Twelve receivers go for two hundred yards. Let's... It's true, it is the Big Twelve. Yeah, like I don't know. It's just a thought I had. Um, yeah, I don't think Texas is, is back. Uh, also, Jordan Brailford, the on Oklahoma State, had a decent little game. He's a guy to keep an eye on. I don't know if he'll come out just because of the depth in the class. But.
1: I'm kind of surprised they haven't... Sorry, Rob. I'm kind of surprised OKC okay, so hasn't tried to use Drew Brown yet. I know this was a solid game from Cornelius, but like before this? Uh, Taylor
0: Cornelius is a top 10 name in college football. If he was in Iowa or Nebraska, yes. But uh, Number 9, Florida falls to number 7, Georgia, 36-17. We talked a little bit of, about Isaac Nada. Uh, Five for 73. Yeah. And um, I talked, DeAndre Walker had, I think, one of, if not, it was probably the worst game of uh, his season for Georgia. He just, Juwan Taylor stoned him every time. Top 10 player? What? Top 10 player? Juwan Taylor? Yeah. And uh, it just, which just brought about questions for me like, Walker doesn't seem that athletic or that strong. And I know there's he had some impressive games earlier in the season. I think he's a draftable player. I just don't think he's a guy who would go before round four, and maybe not even that early.
1: You know who won't get drafted, Rob? Who? Felipe Franks?
0: Because he's not eligible. Ever? I mean, he's bad. Stop. Heck of a name. Um, DeAndre Baker had another really nice game. Um they still couldn't get Riley Ridley involved. I don't think this Georgia defense is that good though. It's not. Like, like DeAndre Baker's kind of like I don't know. Who who else is even a day 2 pro- like yeah, who else is even a day 2 prospect on the defense? No one. Like I don't think like Ledbetter is probably Ledbetter and Tyler Clark are probably the next two guys after DeAndre Baker and I don't yeah. I think either of them would be a third round picks. So, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. J.R. Reed had a bad game too. He's had a bad season, and uh, I don't know. The Florida I, I Polite made some. Kind of Polite made one crazy play. Uh, kind of quiet overall, though. Yeah, Him, him and Uga seem very good, though. Um, there's like there's not that much talent on this Florida offense, obviously. Voshan Joseph's gonna be a weirdy, Val. I don't think he'll come out this year, but just cause he's not big, but he's always involved.
1: hmm He had a really big
0: stat game. He does that every week. He's like Hey,
1: Cha- Chauncey Gardner was kinda hitting This was his stuff. best game of the season. Yeah, it was.
0: Yeah. He tried to tackle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was coming up in Lane the
0: Wood. I saw it once or twice. He just needs to do it consistently and not bail yeah, on tackles. Uh, like, we've I seen know, him lay the I wood know. before, and we've talked about it. It's just not consistent. Yeah, No, no. Um, yeah. Elijah Holyfield didn't have his best game. DeAndre Swift kind of carried the load for them. I still like Holyfield, though. It's interesting in a weird running back class. Um. Okay, number 12, Kentucky, beat Missouri 15-14. On, why
1: was Mizzou like favored by as much as they were,
0: bro? It took an untimed down to win on a weird pass interference that shouldn't. Have, like Missouri kind of got robbed.
1: Yeah, but UK still would have covered. Oh
0: yeah, I a. Yeah, I don't know, because they're at home. I don't know. Drew Lock. The like, Drew Lock hype is like, alive and well after yeah. he couldn't do anything against Kentucky. Wasn't it like
1: nine though? Like Mizzou. Anyways. Um,
0: I can't remember It was high though Drew Locke's not good like, threw, uh, at least 165 everybody. 6.1 per time 55 He's not an accurate guy He fumbled twice <laughs> Like I get That he has a big arm He also doesn't have an arm That's anywhere near what Josh Allen had last year
2: He He's no, obviously no. nowhere
0: near the athlete That J- Josh Allen Like <laughs> no. To me J- Josh Allen's If you put these guys side by side Josh Allen I'm taking Josh Allen over Drew Locke Every day I agree. And I had a third round grade on Josh Allen. Yeah. Like I don't I don't understand the Drew Locke stuff at all. Um It's like yeah, his, his feet are
1: cement. He stare down some receiver. Like it's not a lot to And watch.
0: the Josh Allen thing, people like Josh Allen stands would be like, Well, he plays at him. he's got nothing around him. Oh, that I thought you were talking about the linebacker, Josh Allen. Are you serious? No. Oh that's a bad dang. joke. <laughs> oh, maybe it was such a good joke, I believed you. Um, yeah. But it's not like Locke has nothing around him. Like, Albert O's one of the best tight ends in the country. He's got one of the best offensive lines in the country. Yeah. Um. He, uh, Emmanuel Hall is out, but solid. Crockett and Roundtree are a solid running back duo. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't see it with Locke. Me um, either. Terry Beckner's the best Missouri prospect. Him, him more. I don't love Alberto. I think Terry Beckner is the best guy, but Beckner had a huge game. Um, he's the best player in Missouri in this game. Uh, again, we, t- we talked a little bit about uh, Josh Allen. Derek Beatty's continuing to be a guy that you're going to love when the Seahawks draft him in the fourth round. <laughs> yeah, we got Trey Flyers. We don't need any more tough. If you're looking for a tough day three smart safety, Mike Edwards is that guy from Kentucky. I like him a lot. Um, Benny Snell didn't have his best game, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how early I'd take Benny so I don't know if I don't know how well he would test.
1: Uh, he feels like uh, a late third. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. No, that's
0: what I'm thinking. That Again, it's a day. weird running back class. Um, are we going to talk about Utah? No, we're not. I'm so I'll just bring him up now. Zach Moss, the Utah running back, has been damn impressive.
1: He had a big week this week. Yeah. two
0: right? 200 and something? Yeah,
1: oh yeah, UCLA. You yeah, fucked him up. 26 carries for 211, three
0: touchdowns. Yeah, he's, he's had a really nice season. And I, he's a guy who I, I liked as a day three prospect in summer grades. And he's, I think he's going to be uh, in the top five running back talk.
1: Interesting. Caleb Wilson had a
0: decent game, by the way, going into that game. But who cares? But who cares? Tight end class so deep. and what? I wonder if he'll come out now. Oh, uh, yeah. Just because the hype has completely disappeared this year. Just because they suck. Yeah. Speaking of Pac-12, Washington State beat Stanford last second, forty-one thirty-eight. Washington State um, was ranked fourteen. Stanford ranked twenty-four. Hey, Gardner Minshew's hype is like actual, like draftable now. Dude, <laughs> okay. dude, you gotta start. Like, I think he's like, I don't think he's. No, good. I'm kidding. Like, he's gonna be at the combine, bro. Yeah, he's gonna, sure. He'll be at the senior bowl.
1: He's, like, leading the country in passing, isn't he?
0: Is he? I don't know. He's he's not bad. There's things to, like, in, a, in that backup no, he's, quarterback.
1: We talked about it before. He's taken a big step yeah. this year, and oh, uh, he runs the system very, very well. I have a
0: question for you. Uh-oh. Is James Williams the James White of college football? Yeah. Thank you. Okay, good. I feel good about myself now.
1: I think that's – I was going to say – the. Pats should have used James uh, White a lot more last night, but anyways.
0: And that's why they'll draft James Williams. Could probably. I mean, that Jim- stupid. Anyway, I mean, it
1: doesn't matter. Uh, oh, okay. And Mi- Minshew is leading the country by, like, almost 300 yards. No, 300 yards. Minshew's
0: better than Luke Falk. <sighs> he's not, he doesn't get rattled like Luke Falk did.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, but, like, he's not much better. Like, No,
0: but Luke Falk got drafted, so.
1: I know, but he's because everyone loves Luke Fall. They're gonna be such great offensive coordinators. Yeah.
0: Uh, KJ Costello, uh, Kate okay, Stanford just gotta commit to this passing game. Like, I know Bryce Love's numbers look great. Um, he he's still only like six carries. They've really moved away, and I I like it's. You can't blame the offense for this loss. Like Caden Smith and JJ Arcega-Whiteside are just power forwards. Just throw it up to them every play.
1: Pretty much, yeah.
0: Oh, I um. By the way. I have J or not JJ. I have Caden Smith. I think as tight end three right now with a Tyler Eifert, Tyler Eifert comp. So I'll just a big let one. that settle in. And JJ obviously had another huge game. JJ's gonna be a weird guy to come up with a comp for. It's
1: more athletic Joe versus. Stop it. Um, what's, what's Joe versus initials, Rob? Get me out of here.
0: Can we hand, out is it too early to end the show? Uh, okay. Another Pac-12, just Pac-12 eating themselves. Number 15, Washington falls 12-10 yeah, to Cal.
1: What yeah. happened here, boys? It's Jake bad. Browning
0: got benched. The backup threw pick six. Uh, hey, at least I think everyone now knows Jake Browning isn't it. Like, I know people like moved on from Jake Browning being like a top 10 quarterback, but like now we'll now they definitely won't even think he's draftable. At least. Mm-hmm. And in Port Bembridge, and poor had another great game. <laughs> Greg Gaines had his best game of the season. This has been kind of like, not talked about at all this year. I feel like it's just because he's big nose tackle. Yeah, and he's not like just one of the like he's not Vita Vea where he's a freaky a- athlete no, from that no, size. He's just, he's just a big white yeah, guy. big white guy. And he's not Harrison Phillips where he's all world eating up stats. Yeah, he's, he's just a big, big white guy. Big white guy. <laughs> but you gotta love him oh. for it. Oh yeah, and he doesn't wear anything on his arms. John Green will be drafting him I mean probably uh, They went with two uh, Like three tech guys last year so. This poor defense man They They they, they held Cal to Like five points
2: <laughs> And lost
0: it Sucks At, at least should, the Jake Brown show help, Is finally going to be over soon um, Should have held him to three points bro? Jacob in time baby Big arm yeah, uh, well. Patrick Laird had an R8 game. Patrick Laird's going to be an interesting CFL running back. <laughs>
1: or a Patriot. <laughs> or a, pa- yeah, notes. or a Patriot.
0: Uh, Vic Wharton, also Patriot. I like <laughs> yeah. Vic Wharton. His numbers haven't been that good this year, and their passing game's oh. been terrible, but I like Vic Wharton. Like, as a UDFA, I want him in my camp. That's um, in their corner, Cameron Bynum had a pick, a pass breakup. He's pretty good. Uh, okay, Texas A&M, 13, lost to Mississippi State, 28-13. Um, Jay Sternberger had his worst game of the season. Travion Williams is really inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, when Mississippi State can run the ball, they produce. That's the main takeaway. And Pretty much. But, uh, yeah. A&M's got some guys on defense. Like, Otero Alaka, their linebacker's interesting. Landis Stern's a little interesting. Dalen Mack. Um, Sweat and Simmons didn't put up huge numbers. Both played well though. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. This game kind of sucked.
1: Yeah, it's bad. Man. <laughs> I don't know. SEC football kind of, kind of sucks. So. Unlike
0: this, number seventeen Penn State defeats number eighteen yeah. Iowa thirty to twenty four. Uh, no, it's pretty. No, I guess. It was an S- okay. game. Stanley bad. Hawkinson fank good. They don't know how to use them enough. Anthony Nelson's going to be a weird eval at the edge for Iowa. He's massive. He's powerful. Showed some athleticism in this game. Um what else? Uh oh, what's his name? Trace McSorley. at awful. Stop <laughs> people on Twitter, don't try to tell me he's an NFL quarterback. Please. Uh
1: uh he had a fifty one year touchdown run, Rob.
0: Looks like he's an NFL running back then.
1: It might be. Uh, if he was four inches taller, my comp would be Taysom Hill.
0: That's big. That's but he's not, so Uh, Miles Sanders had another mad game. He's inconsistent, but there's some things to like there. Um, Amani (laughs) Oruwari had one of his best games of the year, so that's good. He's come out of that slump. Uh, Syracuse 51, NC State 41. Ryan Finley had one of his better games, so there's that. And Calvin Harmon housed Syracuse, and they still lost. I mean, it's Eric Donji, dude. Is Eric Dungy... A CFL prospect?
1: Eric Dungey's legit one of the most underrated players in college
0: football. Oh, he de- definitely
1: is. <laughs> like I, I laugh, but I'm being serious. Yeah, Like this, 27, 38, 4, 11, three touchdowns, no picks. I I don't see why he would to be a CFL prospect. He's got all the tools. Yeah, like he seems like I got... Maybe not the, may, maybe not the arm for the CFL, but...
0: An NFL PA bull guy. Yeah, he'll be there. See you there, see Eric. There, <laughs> uh, Iowa State 40, Texas Tech 31... Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What do you want to add? No, talk, I don't. We talked just, about Kelvin Harmon. When... I don't like talking mm-hmm. about Ryan Finley. I love. I love when he moved on from games. <laughs> okay. From. <laughs> uh, your boy Antoine Wesley had another huge one. I think like fourth what? in the country in receiving. Your receivers so. in this draft, there were so many big ones. And like TJ Vasher yeah, didn't have a massive game, but he still played well. Um, Hakeem Butler, obviously, as well. All these, all these Big Twelve receivers, man. Um who else oh David Montgomery didn't have like his best game but and I get he's not a great athlete but guess who else wasn't Cream Hunt yeah and he runs so hard his contact balance is elite and I don't think he's like a terrible athlete I just don't think he's gonna run a fast 40 type athlete you know what I mean yeah I agree I'm I'm you know who else didn't test well I'm ready for like I'm okay with David Montgomery being my running back one me too. I love him. He, he seems to be somewhat polarizing, though. Based off, Twitter. he is. He is. He is. Um, yeah. And finally, Arizona State thirty-eight, USC thirty-five. We talked Nikhil. Uh, f- fire uh, Clay Helton. Like, yeah, oh, I know. I don't get they, this, oh. and they took you're USC. How
1: do you not find something better? It's sad. It is sad. Bring Pete back.
0: Yeah. Retweet. <laughs> Um, <laughs> repeat. Ma- oh, yeah. we can, can we can we get that trending? Yeah, <clears throat> Manny. Manny was being Manny. He Manny did what he had me, to to but- win the game, baby. Can we? Manny Wilkins a is fun. Pick. I love. Oh, it. He's <laughs> fine. Can we put a list together of quarterbacks who probably aren't going to get drafted that you love? Kyle, Shermer, Manny Wilkins, Eric Dungeon. <laughs> Nathan Rohr. Be a long list. Nathan Ro- Shut up! What'd you just say? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nathan works a big twenty twenty QB prospect. <laughs>
1: Didn't uh, someone say that to you on Twitter? Yeah, like I love Nathan work with my entire heart, but
0: come on. Yeah, someone what did they say? Oh, they told me like Daniel Jones sucks and Nathan works a better quarterback prospect. I, ret- I retweeted that big time, so. <laughs> and uh, and upon me saying why Daniel Jones is better, they just said Daniel Jones makes boneheaded mistakes. Was the...
1: is he is he wrong, Rob? Is he wrong? Yeah. Archie. I don't know who this was. Hey, AJ. Will oh, you be no. betting
0: on week four matchups, but it's supposed to say week ten? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, Yeah. Me too. There's a couple There's a couple lines that pique my interest here, Robbie.
0: Everyone's got to use MyBookie. Nothing beats MyBookie. They let you bet on pretty much everything. Join now and use the promo code HEAVEN and MyBookie. I'm, I'm mailing this one in. We'll match your deposit <laughs> dollar for dollar. If you're willing to hold out until after 7 p.m., you can get an extra $25 in free play by using promo code HEAVEN25. That's promo code HEAVEN25 at MyBookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E, MyBookie.com. AG. My boogie. Week 10 matchups. Scores from my bookie, of course. Scores, really? They're from the future? I <laughs> got oh, you. Jeez, Nathan Peterman's going to have to start with Matt Barkley as his backup. That makes There's me feel A very couple of quarterbacks you love? Um, <laughs> I have mixed feelings for Matt Barkley. I remember when Matt Barkley beat Ohio State as a true freshman. I thought he was. I remember when Matt Barkley was supposed to be the first overall pick according to Walter Football. And I agreed. Um, Friday, 7.30pm Big matchup Pitt at number 23, Virginia Virginia's ranked. Virginia's 7.5 point favorites
1: why, why do you have this on our list? Because
0: I'm going to watch it So I was like, I might as well pick it, ah, I, respect I, it. Uh, I I like uh, Virginia uh, I enjoy watching them Because they got my boy Z- I can't say his name still Z-Cuse? You know the rest- Is that how you say it? I, know I, don't is, know. I don't know I love him, he's one of my favorite uh, prospects They got Juan Thornhill and they got Bryce Hall those are three of my favorite prospects right now. Uh, I'm, I'm taking the University of Virginia. Me too. Their quarterback is really fast. Pitt's, Pitt, hey, Pitt's got Quadri and that's like a day three running back. Pitt, uh, do they beat? No, they lost to Duke, but they gave him a run, Pitt's right? Pitt's weirdly way better than I thought they would be. Pitt, I'm pretty sure... Okay, I was looking at the ACC standings are all fucked up. Pitt's second... Yeah, ACC's a disaster. Pitt's like second no. in the Coastal. In the Coastal? Yeah. No. Like, are they really? I swear to God, It's like Clemson and everything's like... like Clemson's obviously good. Boston College is pretty good. Um but up and in inconsistent like but but it's like easy. everyone is because it's no, I've re- like Clemson's oh, yeah. obviously really good and then NC State, Syracuse, Boston College, Virginia are all like kind of in that next tier. And then like Pitt and Duke and Pitt beat Duke like 56-45 last week. This is like, yeah, if,
1: if Pitt beats Virginia, they're in first place in the Coastal. Pat and Arduzzi, baby. It was just a
0: long... <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe maybe I pick Pitt. now. I'm taking Virginia. I'm, I'm taking thinking Virginia. Virginia. Um, Bronco uh, Mendenhall's quietly done a really good job at Virginia. That's true. And yeah. they've been producing, like, actual prospects. That's true. So, yeah, anyway. Not not, not many, Into, but, into yeah. the absolute worst SEC game of the weekend, because both these teams are overrated, Uh, 12 PM, number 25, Texas A&M at Auburn, Auburn five point favorites. I'll take Auburn because why not? How much interest do you have in this game? And there's like no good 12 PM game. So like, I know I'm going to be watching this.
1: Yeah, this is on, I'll be watching it, but I have zero interest in it.
0: Yeah. I'm going to take Auburn. Am I? Yeah, I'm going to take Auburn. Their D-line's got to do something. There's, There's so much talent there. That's that's literally my only reason. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> God, I hate Auburn. Okay. It's a good slate of Saturday games, too. It's just 12 p.m. There's yeah, it's nothing. a very good one. Like, it, yeah, if, you, if you have to find time to, like, n- do non-football things, it's during the 12 p.m. games. Uh, yeah, I feel like that's been a lot this year, though. I feel like the new games have been... But there's at least been more... Like, this game's not fun to me. Like, this past <laughs> a- Saturday, I thought North Carolina-Virginia was fun. Like, I know it wasn't a super relevant game or anything, but I was happy to tune in. Same with Texas Tech-Iowa State at 12. Like, there's games like that. I know Ole Miss plays South Carolina, so there's, like, receiver prospects to watch. So maybe I'll watch that as well. Oh. Do you think anyone cares right now? Move on. Fuck. 330, number 6 Georgia at number 11 Kentucky. Georgia's 10-point favorites. Rob, give me one reason Kentucky doesn't cover the spread. Um, Their quarterback
1: can't throw. So neither can Jake from. <laughs> Retweet. Uh, I, I'm taking I'm taking UK plus the points because why not, man? Georgia Georgia has been bowling people over really. I, I know they beat Florida by a decent. I'm Florida.
0: taking Georgia. I wish I wasn't, but I am. Uh, I love Kentucky. You know that. Hey, Riley Ridley versus Derek Beatty. That's gonna be yeah. That's, that's gonna be fun. Yeah. Except Riley Ridley, they'll never target him even if he's open. So it won't matter. But it's gonna be fun. <laughs> Uh, and uh,
1: if if Isaac Nada splits out wide, which he won't because they don't do anything with him yeah. on Beatty, that would have been fun. I think this... Out.
0: I I'm, I I hope Josh Allen wrecks shit, though. This will also be a good test of how good Benny Snell is. Um, I guess, yeah. And Elijah Holyfield, for that matter. Uh, Okay, also 330, number 12, West Virginia at number 15, Texas. I'm taking Texas minus two, baby. I'm taking Texas as well. I don't trust either of these... If still, Texas but. didn't lose last week, I would take West Virginia. <laughs>
2: but.
1: Fair, fair enough. Uh, I think, I guess Texas is more on defense than w, uh, West Virginia yep. is. And uh, I think that's going to put them over yeah, the top. Chris for
0: Boyd versus David Stills should be interesting. Yeah, that is. That's that, cool. that's, hey, we got a couple. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a marquee little battle there. And Yadi Kudus versus this Texas D-line is going to be a little bit fun. And this will be a big test of Will Greer, so that's good. Yep. Uh, 3.45 p.m., number 14, Penn State, at number 5, Michigan. I didn't write down the spread. I have no idea why. Uh, do, I yeah, didn't. Do you know what it is? You? I know. Wait, tell me. Minus 10. I'll take Michigan. I think Penn State's bad.
1: Penn, Penn State's not very good, but I'm going to keep up my trend picking pick against Michigan, and I'll take Penn State. Like Tra- minus, uh, plus Trace 10. McSorley's not very good. Uh, obviously... This feels like... I don't know, man. Chase Chase Winovich
0: is going to eat up this offensive line. Devin Bush is going to punch people in the mouth. LaVert Hill and David Long both going to get an interception. Um, (laughs) I don't think Michigan's going to put up a ton of points, but... I I do, like... I think this is like a 24-10 win, Michigan.
1: Uh... If Trace McSorley has a decent game, uh, get ready for his NFL stock
0: talk to come back. So, watch out. Oh, God. Um, 4 p.m. <laughs> number 16, Utah. Seven-point favorites at Arizona State. Big test for Zach Moss. Uh, not really. Well, actually, it is. <laughs> yeah. Arizona State's got a good run defense. Ronell Rens has done a really good job at nose tackle this year. Uh, this yeah. I, I, I do think Utah covers that, though. Um. Julian Blackman versus Nikhil Harry will be interesting. Rob, I, I
1: can never pick
0: against Manny. I
1: know you can't. Give me give me Arizona State at home. But, uh, plus 7. I've
0: always said Tyler Huntley's just a better, younger version of Manny. That's so mean. Uh, 7 p.m. I, I picked some Why? weird games, I know. I'm sorry.
1: Why is this here? Yeah, I have no interest in this. Duke plus the points. Duke
0: at Miami. Miami 9.5 point favorites. Because it actually matters, I think, when you look at it, yeah. Daniel Jones it's is taking on a defense that's loaded with NFL talent. Does the ACC actually matter, though? No, 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 yeah, no. We already know that from our earlier talk. Virginia or Pitt is going to win the Coastal. It doesn't matter. The ACC Miami's bad. Um, But it's a it's a Why good, are they favored by so much? I don't much? know. Why did they bench pa- uh, Nikosi Perry for Malik Rozier? Yeah, you know like the, Rozier's not it. Like, exactly. Why not get your young guy in there because you know he's the future of your team. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Uh, Mark Rooks kinda weird. Um also worth watching on Duke Joe Giles Harris. He's played really well this year. The Duke linebacker. And I don't know, I picked there's a lot of prospects in this game. But yeah, I'm gonna take Duke plus the points.
1: Okay. Alright, let's talk real football now, Rob. Uh eight
0: PM number one Alabama, fourteen point favorites at number four LSU. Okay. This is a night game. Death Valley you know I'm taking LSU plus the points. I know you are. I just think Alabama is so much better this year than they've been in, pa- in the past. To me, the LSU offensive line is not going to be able to stop Bugs Williams, and Davis. On offense, I think it'll be a somewhat slow start. But Tua is so dynamic. They, LSU doesn't have Devin White for the first half, which is bogus. No, but, uh... Yeah, Wevin
1: Dight is starting in this position. Actually, um, yeah, that was a bad joke. Thanks,
0: Rob. Uh Hey, that's how the ball's a big showcase for 2020 guys. Delpit, Tua, yeah. Jerry Judy. Um, yeah, I think ultimately the Alabama defense is just gonna wreck Joe Burrow, who I don't think is very good.
1: I mean, Bama is clearly the better football team, but <laughs> also he's at good, home. Uh, put some respect on their name. Give me, give me plus. Good,
0: support. interesting test for Greedy Williams against Tua and like Jerry Judy. Yeah, I.
1: LC, I think L.C. is good enough to hang at, at home.
0: I think ultimately it will start slow. Alabama's going to get like a defensive touchdown because Joe Burrow sucks. Uh, yeah, also at 8 p.m. For people who hate defense and love offense, number 7 Oklahoma, 10.5 point favorites at Texas Tech. I'm taking Oklahoma plus. I mean, it's, I'll, I'll take them plus the points, but I'll take them minus the points this one. Three home. big receiver prospects: Wesley Vashurn, Hollywood, Hollywood. Uh, yeah, I'm. Gonna t- I'm going to take Oklahoma minus ten and a half. Um, Oklahoma
1: going to sneak? They, they're going to sneak
0: back into the playoffs or what? Yeah, I think so. Like into the conversation yeah. or fully in? I think into the conversa- no, con- conversation. I, yeah. Okay. No, they're yeah. not getting in, but into the conversation for sure. Um. Every team in the country seems like kind of secretly bad, right? Except for Alabama. Or not yeah, even secretly. Everyone's just bad except for Alabama. Uh, they're not going to lose a Clemson's? I don't trust Clemson. I don't before. trust them either, but I think they're still better than everybody else that's not named Alabama. Uh,
1: I'm not there. I, I guess. I don't trust
0: Notre Dame. I guess. I guess you're right. Uh, Finally, 9 p.m. This game before the season would have looked sexy. Yeah, it
1: looked really good. Yeah. Stanford, Stanford,
0: unranked Stanford at unranked Washington. Washington, nine-point favorites. Why? I was hoping you could tell me.
1: I don't know. I'm taking Stanford plus the points. Uh, you're losing to two by two to Cal you're scoring ten points. Like, what are you going to do against Stanford? I'm
0: also taking Stanford. Hey, big fun test. J.J.R. Segal-Whiteside, Byron Murphy. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Rapp, maybe he's on Caden Smith. I just like if this game goes in like Washington can't keep up with the Stanford offense, especially their passing attack. S- Washington like low key doesn't have much of a pass rush. Uh, uh, Craig Gaines and, St- and Stanford has a big old line. Um, Stanford's got two nice corners. Um, and Jake Browning's awful. Like I, I'm happily taking Stanford in this game. Why is me too? Washington should be. Sh- I think Washington should be favored ultimately, but not by more Goal than eight. three. Three. Mm. Yeah. So that's strange. Anyway, uh, that'll do it for us. Hopefully, next week is a little more fun. Uh, it's a fun slate this coming Saturday, like that's and Friday. The, that's... Pitt at Virginia for the Coastal. Oh my God! I guess it is. It's kind of. <laughs> I, I'm happy it's, it's so those bad. two, though, aren't you? I hate Pitt. Yeah, but aren't you just happy the ACC is so shitty?
1: I don't like West Virginia. I love
2: Virginia. Oh, I love slip. Virginia.
1: I don't know. Something bugs me about them.
0: What, that I love them so much?
1: Yeah, I just want to be contrarian to you. Uh,
0: <laughs> You can follow AJ on Twitter at AJMarchese13. You can follow me at Rob Paul, RobPaulNFL. You can follow Armchair at AC All Americans and at ArmchairNFL. Go to ArmchairAllAmericans.com. You can read my weekly NFL draft column that tends to come out on Wednesdays and my NFL rookie power ranking column that tends to come out on Thursdays. Tends to. Tends to. So, yeah. So, (laughs) check you later, fan.